for a big buck from the 985 to the 601. We all across the land in every area code. We up in Michigan today with my dog, Curtis. What's happening, Curtis? How you doing, bud? I'm doing too bad myself. Yeah, I'm doing fine, man, on this lovely Thursday, bro. I only got one more day of work, and it's, it's going to be real good. It's going to be real good because I get to enjoy my weekend. I'm supposed to go kayaking tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I got to work yeah. tomorrow. Uh, yeah. it, 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 it'll be a hard and Got my son's last soccer game on Saturday Uh oh, heck yeah man How old is the little man? He's five, he'll be six in December Heck yeah, shout out to that bro Ain't nothing wrong with that Well, I hope y'all have fun for sure about that brother Oh yeah, I try to He likes it so far He's not quite as into sports as dad is But he's learning, he's still coming oh, yeah. It's a growing thing for sure man Because I tell you, today's topic is Father's Day And I tell you, uh, my dad He was never, me and my dad We didn't have no relationship for sure And like, there was never no bond so like like, I didn't have a dad to talk about sports with as well as I was never really a sports guy. But probably about third grade, I had some friends that were talking about playing football. And so I was like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I got a lot of other things that I like doing besides playing football, you know. But sure mm-hmm. enough, I had enough friends that kind of coerced me and, you know, twisted <laughs> my arm just get me out there. And I really enjoyed it, and I'm glad that I did, you know. Like I say, uh, my dad wasn't there to kind of watch me grow up and play and watch me play sports. But, you know, like you said, you got your son's last soccer game coming up Saturday. That's, that's a blessing that you've been there as much as you can for your son, you know, even though he's not into sports as much as you are, but hey, maybe he will grow into that, you know, just from going to soccer, could be football, baseball, you know, who knows whatever it comes to high school, football, baseball, tennis, I don't know. There's an unlimited amount of sports that the kid could play, you know. Yeah, he, he plays flag football already. I got to, I was lucky I got to coach him for that. He, he enjoyed that. That's all I'm learning. It really came out with soccer more than football, but he doesn't like the sport when he's not winning, which I, I get it. It's understandable. Nobody likes to lose. Right. Our, our football team wasn't very good. We got a lot of we had a lot of first year kids and like with my son specifically, he's he's the smallest out of any group that he plays with. He's a whopping three foot tall. He's almost almost six years old. He <laughs> not doesn't stand very big. Like everybody oh, else on our roster wears like a medium shirt, he's still in an extra small. <laughs> he's tiny. Oh man, that's funny. Well he goes yeah. out there, he gives it his all. Hey, that's what it's all about, you know. And as like you said, as you as a dad, you're out there with them. Dad being able to coach him. The good thing is you have that one on one time with your son, you know, that you can bond as well as you can coach him as well as teach him. Like there's other coaches on I'm sure that's out there teaching him the the rules and everything as well as trying to get him to be better at whatever it is. And you said that he doesn't really care to lose, which who does like to lose? You know, everybody wants to win. But one thing as a father figure, what you can start teaching it from a young age that everybody doesn't win. Like you don't always right. get to win. You know, there's gonna be some times where you win and there's gonna be some times where you lose. You can't always be that victor, you know. Right. Yeah, that that's part of it. But he also I don't think he likes me coaching him because I'm not, I feel like I'm not like a lot of dads are with their kids. Like he didn't get special treatment. I was 10 times harder on him than anybody else because that's my son. 
and I don't think he really liked that because it seemed like everybody else got off easy where him, he, he didn't. I was talking with a guy earlier, my friend Nick. He's from a little small town called Magnolia, Mississippi, and we were talking about uh, discipline in children, you know, about how we had it growing up, raising kids as well as being raised. I was just like, yeah, man. I said, nowadays, you know, there's a lot of parents that aren't disciplining their children as well as they're not whipping them in schools and stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. I always, I tell people, you know, I think that's one thing that's kind of getting a lot of kids not to be, I guess you would say misbehave more as well as acting out more because they are so prone to getting away with things, you know, and not getting accounted for for their actions and wrongdoings, you know what I mean? Yeah, but oh no, that is not me as a parent. <laughs> I am, <laughs> I, I will not let my son be like that. I don't like that. I my son shows everybody respect. Like when I ask him a question, it's yes sir, no sir. When like you give him something, it's thank you sir, ma'am. I I do not play that because I will I will not let my son act out like that because to me that's a reflection of me as a parent. Right, right, because it is that. That's based upon your household and the, the the company that you keep. Exactly. On the topic of kids, that I know you said something about discipline in school. I am currently going through a situation where my son preschool teacher smacked him in the mouth. Mm. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, man. no. We ain't yeah, doing right. all that. Now. Right, like, I don't even smack him in the mouth. Like, do I bust his butt? Yeah, of course. Like, Right, right. I mean, there's nothing, wrong. there's nothing wrong with a whipping. There ain't nothing wrong right. with a whipping. But I don't smack him in the mouth. Oh, mm. I'll be damned if you do. Right, because, I mean, there's no reason for the teacher to put hands on your son unless it's a normal whipping or a spanking, you know, but right. to put... And even like that, like, you're, you're a teacher, like, ew, I don't... That would have been a little bit more... I'd have been a little more okay with, but... Right, but definitely don't smack him. Yeah, no chance. About like Vince McMahon, they... they... No chance! Say on wrestling, you got no chance. He'd be coming flopping his. <laughs> oh yeah, if it would have been a if it would have been a male teacher, I don't think we'd be having this conversation because I'd probably be incarcerated. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, look, man, I was that, so that, mad. Like like you said, bro, when you lay eyes on that child for the first time, those that that is when you know that you will go above and beyond to do what you have to do to protect and them, to make it. sure that they are safe. One hundred percent, you know, you will drop anything at the drop of a hat. Take care. <laughs> And that's a thousand percent is like, I don't care. So given my son was being bad in school, got him sent to the office, no big deal. But I don't care like what he did. You don't put your hands on my kid. And truthfully, like what he got smacked for was saying pink. Like he's five. Right. Uh, He's five. What do you? He didn't use an improper term. He called it the right thing. He said penis? He, was, he said penis. Oh, okay, yeah. So he, like, was he, he saying that he had to go to the bathroom? Not, I mean, I don't, I'm not exactly sure the context of how, because once I found out that she hit him, uh, all my common sense went out the window, and I didn't give a shit what or what context he said it. Right, right. <laughs> but I do know that is... you put your hands on my son. Right. You, and like, but I do know, like, that is why she did it, is because he said that. I'm not exactly sure the, the whole context of why he said it. I just knew that's why, and 
all all level headedness went out the window. I understand, man. I understand. But but you uh I'm sure you taking the right legal actions of it, you know. Oh yeah, there there's investigations, everything already going on. Right. And 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 that's the way to do it, you know. Take it mm-hmm. take it that way, you know, because there are some parents not not to say there's nothing wrong with these parents that do this, but that will go up to the school and try to try to fight the teachers, you know, like you said. Like you said, if it would have been a male teacher, it probably would have been more hands on. You would have definitely mm-hmm. probably have gotten it up, up in his face, which that's understandable. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm not allowed back at the preschool. Like, <laughs> I went up there still. Yep. <laughs> I just I just didn't put my hands on anybody. Right, right. <laughs> but I'm not allowed there. Right, right. You, you you had to show them who you was. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> right, right. They, they, oh, they know who man. you are. That's one thing, you know. I mean, not knowing what all you said, because I wasn't there. I mean, not saying that you uh, said everything right, not saying that you said everything wrong, but you as a parent, one thing that I could say is that you went up there and you tried to try to get down to the bottom of it somewhat, you know, to understand like, why are you doing this to my son? Because there are some parents out there that would hear that and just be very nonchalant about it, you know. Some of them would not care or they would just not pay attention to it. They would just let the harassment or the humiliation go on day by day and then that's when it comes down to more bullying at school or... We we nipped that in the butt right away. Like, as soon as he told me, so he has a half-sister I'm, his mother and I aren't together. They mm-hmm. or his mother is married and they have a daughter and she went to the same preschool. When I found out, I went and pulled her from school and neither of them have returned since. We weren't going to let her, obviously, like there was an investigation open that same day. So anything, anything to do with him is going to be her involved as well because that's his sister. And we right. weren't taking but, any chances so, of either of them getting targeted. And, so even though that you and you and, uh, the your your uh, ex girlfriend, even though y'all ain't together, y'all still came to an agreement to do what's right for the children, correct? Oh yeah, for sure. Like well, those and see that and that's good because there's a lot of times in relationships and ex relationships where that 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 isn't even an issue. They don't even try to work it out or try to get along. A lot of it is just like, oh no, you did wrong. Yo, no 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 no, you shouldn't be doing this. I'm gonna take care of it. Blah blah blah. But luckily. Oh, no. Y'all, y'all, y'all came together, even though y'all aren't together, y'all came together as co-parents trying to benefit the children. And that's the main thing. And that's exactly it. Like her and I co-parent better than almost any like group of parents that I've ever met. So legally, all legal, all legal right, she has like full legal custody of our son. She hasn't had him in almost three months because that's not what he wants. And her and I are both level-headed enough and realize like, he's old enough to kind of make his own decisions. Like he, he's safe with both of us. He has everything that he needs there. So if he wants to be at one parent's house and not the other, like why, why should we not let him? Right. Right. And and, and we, we think about that well and like, he just wants to be here. He wants to live with dad. So that's what he does. Right. Hey, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, man. Like I, uh, you had mentioned that your father was too much a part of your life as well as the same mm-hmm. as mine, man. I was telling my friend Nick earlier, my dad, he really wasn't too much a part of my life and not not bashing him thing. I wish that he would have been more a part of my life, you know, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles, you know. I don't know if it was more of a his father wasn't there for him and then so on and so on. And then he just didn't learn how to be a father. 
And so it just was like a never-ending cycle of not having that father-son relationship, you know. And so how you mentioned y'all are co-parenting and your your son is basically leaving, living with you, but he his mother has full custody. Man, there was tons of times where that was an issue in my my household where my mom was my mom had legal custody of me, but my dad wanted legal custody or he wanted me for a weekend and but I didn't want to go over there. Like you said, your son, he has full on one hundred percent capability and knowledge of what he wants. Like not saying that he can go out and just do whatever, but he knows where he feels most comfortable and he knows where he wants to be and he he knows where he has the most pleasure and enjoyment you know where he gets the most out of life for right now in the time being you know at a right. at my age uh when i was like second and third grade man i could remember my dad was always telling me that he was going to come and get me and sometimes he would but sometimes he wouldn't you know sometimes it might be 11 o'clock at night before my dad even pulls all the way to kentwood when it don't even take it don't even take no two or three hours to get from kentwood to new orleans i mean i don't know if you know that travel distance but it's probably at least an hour and 10 minutes from my house in kentwood to the New Orleans airport, you know, so just right. the city of New Orleans, it's probably at least an hour, five, 15 minutes. It's not far at all. So there was tons of times where he could have came a little bit earlier, but who knows what he was doing? Ain't none of my business. That's between him and the Lord, you know, but, uh, right. but I, I definitely, I, I get what you're saying about how your son was able to make is able to make that decision about where he wants to be because there was tons of times where uh, my mom would ask me if I wanted to go with my dad for the weekend. And he was like, Hey, let me talk to Aaron. And I would be like, Oh, okay. Well, I'll talk to you for a little bit. And I would, and he'd ask me if I wanted to come over and I said no, or sometimes I'd say, yeah, but it got to be the point where I didn't want to come over anymore because I was kind of, as I told my friend Nick, I was tired of going over there and not kind of having that father son bonding. You know, we were, he was kind of always dropping me off at another relative's house, even though he was still there. It was me hanging out with some cousins and stuff like that with people that I really did. Exactly. You know, there's nothing wrong with me getting to know my family. I don't have a problem with that, but it was a diff. It was almost like I was hanging out with different cousins every time I went down, which that was like, it was very rare that I went to New Orleans and visited with him. But it was like every so often that I would go and it was just like, well, I forgot your name. So I really don't know you. And I was like, oh, then, you know, all the old folk, they always say, oh, well, baby, that's your cousin. Can't da, 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 da. And I'm like, all right, I don't know, whatever you say. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he can be my cousin. Don't mean I know him. <laughs> right. Don't mean I know him. I like. How is that my cousin? Like, shit, I barely right. know my dad. I barely <laughs> right. know my dad, much, le- but much less how you going to tell me this dude, my cousin, or this girl, my cousin. See, I had, I had kind of a, it, it was kind of weird. Like, my dad was around until I was like six or seven, probably. And then he just up and disappeared to Vermont. Mm-hmm. Like, I, out of nowhere, I, I was living with him. I told him that I wanted to live with my mom. I didn't like it there. So he was he was very into video games and like mm-hmm. that's all he would ever do. Like I, 
I, I wouldn't be able to do anything because I didn't have anything really there. I didn't have toys like that. <clears throat> I wanted to spend time with my dad, but he wanted to be on the game all the time. So I asked to go live with my mom, and he was like, sure. So I went, I moved in with my mom, and within like three weeks, he called me, was like, hey, I'm moving to Vermont. I was like, okay. Was the plan I was going to come out for like summers and hang out out there after he got on his feet? If I wanted to move out there, I could. He moved. I talked to him for like the first two, three weeks, probably. Then calls started getting shorter. He said that he's been stressed out trying to find work and everything, and eventually just fell off the face of the earth. I found him. I found him on Facebook when I was 20. So like 13 years later, I was actually, we had just found out about my son, that she was pregnant with my son. And I seen him and I was like, huh, so I'm going to message him. I messaged him. I said, hey, not sure if you care, but I'm going to be a father. He said, congratulations, man. Be better than I was. And I said, yeah, that's not fucking hard. And I know he was like, I kind of deserve that. And he's been kind of periodically in our lives, but I don't. I don't call him dad when like when I see him my son calls him grandpa but I'm not gonna that's something my son decided to do right he started that on his own like that that's his grandpa if he decides that he doesn't want to because he's not around like that then I'll never I'll never force him to call him grandpa but if that's something he wants to do I'm not gonna stop that I just like right as much as much as it hurts as much as it kills me his mom's husband he calls him dad too like I can't I can't stop that. As much as that breaks my fucking heart, that hurts. As as a dad, that fucking hurts. But as much as it breaks my heart, like he's there for him when he is over there. Like that's something my son decided to do on his own. It wasn't pushed on him by his mom. It wasn't pushed on him by Caleb. So who am I to tell him no? He felt he feels comfortable that that that's like his dad. Then so be it. I'm not gonna change that. I'm not gonna force him to not do that. Right. Right. Because, I mean, with your dad, that's good that you reached out to your dad to let him know that information about you being a parent. And for him to say what he said about about hopefully you'd be better than I was, you know, at least he can, I would say in that time, he could, maybe he was kind of trying to atone for his wrong, not saying that he actually meant it or really was more remorseful about it. Yeah, not to cut you off, like, he, he was genuine with it. I didn't go into, like, full detail, but, like, after that, like, we kind of messaged a little bit. He asked to take me, my mom, and my girlfriend at the time out to dinner so we could all talk. He entered, like, got to meet her, got to talk with my mom again. He apologized a bunch for a lot of things. Kind of broke down and came out about why he did some of the things that he did. Right. And... Like I said it doesn't necessarily make it better. And right. It never will make it better. And like that's why I was telling my friend Nick about um no matter what a dad does, if it was right or wrong, it could never atone for what they did because they did it. And it did hurt you right. some type of way, mentally, physically, emotionally. And that will somewhat scar you and give you some type of trauma from kind of their own now, you know. But for you to be the better person to like I said, you went out of your way to text him and let him know that information he mentioned about hopefully you can be a better one than me as like i said with my dad maybe it was his father couldn't wasn't a great father towards him and so he didn't know oh, how yeah, the his father, father was never around and so maybe it was just like that 
in your situation, as well as there was other circumstances, as like you said, he was still playing video games a lot. Maybe he was still trying to be a kid. Maybe he kind of rushed into having a kid a little bit too early. There was a lot of, there was probably a lot of A, B, C, X, Y, and Z up in his life that was going on at one time, and he just really didn't know how to figure it out. Dad never being around. Me and me and him met his dad at the same time when I was 22, oh, and that man. was his first time meeting him and mine. So his dad was never around. So like he didn't have he didn't have that guidance either, which I kind of give him slack for a little ish. But at the same time, like there's no book to this. Oh, <laughs> oh man, there's, there there's no book to parenting. I I wish there was, but even even if there was, it wouldn't it wouldn't work because every kid is so different in so many ways. Every kid take differently to things. And you said shout out to him for taking care of a kid that's not his because that that's not easy to do. I've been there. I've been in that spot. I've done it. That, it, that takes a big man. And shout out to him. That takes, that takes a lot. Oh yeah, it, it does. It does. Like I was, like I was telling my friend Mick here because we had mentioned we we had spoke on the uh, Father's Day topic as well before me and you got here on the phone uh, talking. I was tell he was talking about how his dad wasn't his dad was there, but sometimes he wasn't. But just but that was because of his his dad's job working in the oil fields working and I said yes that's that, that's 100% true man because there's so many people that work in the oil field that I know that they miss the opportunity on their kids birthdays some graduation some first teeth falling out the tooth fairs yep. sometimes uh, the, the first doctor's appointment for uh, just all types of things birthday parties graduation swim parties all that types of stuff first bicycle ride there's so many man, things. It sucks too because a lot of dads don't even have to like miss a lot of those things because of work because it can be things like breakups and like bitter baby mamas is why you right. miss it, those and, and that sucks. Right. I, I couldn't imagine. Sometimes the baby mama don't want you there. Mm-hmm. And there's really I, nothing that you can do about that if they don't want you there. But, and you know, sometimes you try to give your 110% effort of calling your son on, or daughter on their birthday just to wish them a happy birthday like baby I can't be there today and you know that probably will upset them and they feel like why can't he be there but mom won't tell them as well as dad won't tell them because you know right now ain't the time and the place there at a young age their their feeble yeah. minds really won't understand and comprehend but hopefully if we're talking in a bitter bitter baby mama bitter dad bitter situation hopefully that that son or daughter can atone for that bitterness that whatever parent was feeling at that time for that other parent so because mm-hmm. because no matter what, like I told Nick, you had a father growing up or you didn't have one. There is always somebody that had a father figure role in your life, you know. There is no rule book for parenting. Even though I'm not a parent myself, uh, I would definitely say I'm a role role model and a father figure for some people, you know. Uh, there's definitely right, like you, look- you mentioned you got a bunch of nieces and nephews. Like, it takes a village to raise a kid. I didn't realize it. Like, we don't realize it when you're younger. When you actually have a kid, it's crazy, like, stuff like little toys little just hanging out like the things like when your kid asks asks to like see your friends and calls them like his uncles like they, they right. play a big part in that kid's life too and oh, you yeah, don't really 100%. realize it when you're younger because you you just think you just think of those people as like family but like when you're older like my best friend my, my son will tell you he's got like three or four uncles 
I have no brothers and sisters. <laughs> like, but that's but that's just it. That's that's people that I've been friends with since high school that have been around since he's born. That right. Those that are the ones that got your back. That's going. Those are the ones that's going to do what it takes to make sure that that baby he has whatever he needs. He's y'all are spending time together. If he needed a ride to the doctor's office, if he needed a ride to school. They would do anything in the drop of the hat to help you out with it, you know. Right, man. I tell people all the time, like for Christmas, for Christmas usually I go home and not only spending time with my friends and my family, I uh, try to get my friends. Like I don't have any kids, I ain't got no girlfriend or anything like that, but I have right. nephews, so I try, so I try to spoil my nephews whenever I can, you know, as well as I try to spoil my my friends' kids that have kids, you know, because I got friends that have kids that are like five to seven years old and they be coming up to me like. Uncle Buck, Uncle Buck. And so I don't mind ever giving them any gifts and stuff like that. And uh, this past time I went home to Kentwood, sure enough, uh, one of my buddies, he got three kids. But like I say, he's doing a good job. He's working hard. He's busting his ass. And I was giving him some gifts. And he was just like, Buck, you didn't have to do that. I said, yeah, man. I said, it ain't about what I had to do. It's what I wanted to do, you know, because, you know, there's so many people in the world that don't get that, you know, that don't get those little gifts, those little Barbie dolls, fidgets spinners and whatnot you know exactly and i'm thankful like for my for my friends that do that for him and for me because they really are they're a blessing because there's like i said there's times where my son will just ask to see one of his uncles just for no reason just hey can we go to uncle gages or can we go to uncle Bryce's? sure why not right right let's go see what they're up to today And sure enough, he just goes erratic and spastic whenever he gets over there. He just goes crazy, just oh, jump off the you wall. You have like no him. idea. <laughs> you have no idea. If they got toys, he's pulling out every single toy in the toy box. Oh, man. Oh, all of, Nerf all of guns, my friends everything. have animals. He likes the animals. Some of them have cats. Some of them have dogs. He loves all of them. Oh, man. Yeah, so <laughs> I can only imagine. The cats and yep. the dogs getting tortured, cats and dogs getting their tails pulled, <laughs> everything. Oh, man. And it's nice, too, because, like, me, I'm I'm a homebody. I work, I come home. So sometimes, like, hearing him say things like that or what I need to get, like, get motivation to get out of the house. As much as, like, a parent does for their kid, until you have kids, you don't realize it, but your kids do so much for you, too. Oh, yeah, because they open up a whole new world for you, you know, where you, you could have closed, closed so many doors and locked up locked it away and thrown away that key but man them kids they will open up the door they say the darndest things that i have you just dying laughing they'll bring tears of joy and tears of sadness to your eye just because some of the things that they say i know um we were at my friend man's house a couple months back must have been probably around i think around christmas maybe early january sometime i can't really remember but uh we were all out there we were drinking having a couple drinks whatnot playing a playing dice game whatnot and it was so damn funny uh cruz cruz says he said, hey, Am, what happened to your dog? And he exactly knew what happened to the dog because he had hang- he was hanging out with his daddy, Drew, and his friend, Buddy Man. His name is Dakota Spencer, but we call him Buddy Man. Buddy Man had accidentally ran over. I say accidentally. I don't know because I wasn't there. But they say Buddy Man had accidentally. No, 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 no. Amber had ran over Buddy Man's dog. That's what it was because he said, he said, hey, Buddy Man, what happened to your dog? And then he was like, don't talk about my dog. <laughs> and so and so like Cruz is like five five, six years old and he was like, Who told you about his dog, Cruz? My daddy. And he's like, Well, what happened? 
said that Amber ran over the dog. And we all looking at Amber and like we like we, we like I said, we drinking and we like Amber, why you ran over the boy's dog? Well he kinda got in the way and we I didn't mean to. He's a little bitty dog. And so we were just like we were we were shitting on her. We were like, Cruz, you gotta stop talking, buddy, because sure enough, Buddy Man started tearing up. That must have been like a dog that he had for a minute, you know. Oh man. Oh I can yeah. only imagine that so bad. Oh yeah. Like, it, he didn't, it was the so, kid didn't know any better. The kid didn't know any better. He just repeats words that his daddy said. <laughs> he said, Buddy Man, what happened yep. to your dog? <laughs> I say them kids, yeah, so man. They say the, they say the darndest things. They do, and sometimes like it might not even be the things they say. Like I promise you, but the best feeling in the world is random hugs from your kids. When they just randomly walk up to you and give you a hug, there's no better feeling. I don't care what kind of mood you're in. At that point in life, you are just content for a few seconds while they hug you. Like being a person, I struggle with depression since I was like 13. He changes the majority of that. Like when he's in a good mood, I kind of have to be in a good mood. When he's upset, I kind of got to make him in a better mood. So I have to be in a good mood for that. So right. they help in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, man. It's a slow and sure sure process for sure and like you said there's no parenting book for it you know there are definitely days where you probably wake up you don't want you don't want to get out of bed you don't want to do this you know your son's having a temper tantrum you know as well as just some days it could be just going great but you still just don't want to do a thing but you know your son come along and he will give you that random hug and you some days everything's going good everything's going peachy or sometimes it could be just god awful and you just be like oh, Lord, why am I here? What am I doing? What am I doing? And just be like, you get that random hug from that child, and that's why you're doing it. It takes a lot for somebody to, like, kind of talk their feelings as well as just how they feel on a normal day-to-day, you know, not even just really talking about emotions and just to try to put out positivity in the world. I said, yeah, man, I said, one thing I've been starting to say, I said, man, in a world full of negativity, I believe we need that positivity, you know. That's definitely 100% correct because there's so many negative things going on as we're speaking, you know. There's probably been at least 10 people that's done died before, but by the time we got on his phone you know they probably won't make the headline news just because it ain't nothing like that uvalde texas but shootings was buffalo new york if it like as they say in the media if it bleeds it leads there's just so many things going on each and every day every waking moment and hour and and so many people just don't even know what's going on and so i always tell people just always be thankful for what you have and not for what you don't because there's so many other people in this world that don't have anything you know you think that you you think that you got it bad but hey there's others that got it worse because you are you're raising him not only to be a fine young man and to have a great work ethic as well as characteristics in life but to teach the future of america and the generation of youth to be better than we were and so on and so on you know it seems like it's it's not a lot, but it is because, like I say, it's a lot taking care of a kid. It ain't easy. I haven't really had to do it. I didn't babysit it a, a time or two, like watching kids while I'm at friends' houses and stuff. You know, I've never changed any diapers or anything, but I've definitely done, done, done did the running around, playing with toys, picking up about four or five kids back to back for a 20 minute segment, you know, and then playing, you know. playing hide and seek and every freaking nerf fight whatever you could think of you know i didn't get all of that you got to do all the fun stuff (laughs) Uh, yeah i got all the fun stuff (laughs) wait till you got to change a diaper 
<laughs> Wait till you got to change a diaper that they have all over their legs. I think last time I was home, my friend Man was talking about how he almost threw up last time trying to change the diaper. And, like, Man's probably, like, 22, 22, 23 years old, but he – he he'll be he'll be like, Buck, I just can't do it. It's just so nasty. <laughs> Changing diapers is horrible. I can only imagine, bro, but like we grown up adults, our shit stinks, but baby shit, oh, that's ten times, twenty times worse. I can only imagine. Oh, being your whole body away in the snow being trapped. It's it's trapped and it's about a foot and a half from your face when you're trying to <laughs> And then and, if you and, have a boy, you got to worry about not getting showered on. Oh, right. man. <laughs> Knock on wood. I got through my on. first one. I did not get peed on. <laughs> <laughs> I did not Thank get you. peed on. I did good. I guess oh. now, now might be a good time. So I'm going to, obviously, when the podcast come out, I'm going to share this, show a lot of my friends that I talked on it. Um, I'm going to have another son in, in September, but. Oh, congrats, man. Congrats, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations on September. <laughs> will make a year that I've been at this job. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good month of September for us then. Oh, yeah, man. I'm excited. You got, you, got your, you got another boy coming or a girl? We got a boy. Okay. You got some names picked out? Uh, We have one, but his mother doesn't want us to tell anybody until it's four. But we un- do un- have a hey, name. Hey, listen, I, I understand. Save save it and just when it's time, it's time. But hey, for now he's referred to as Baby J. Baby J. All right. All right, Baby J. We re- we ready to see pictures of Baby J in September. Oh yeah. Make sure you get oh. some bucks. <laughs> for sure, buddy, for sure. Well, man, it's been good talking to you, man. I appreciate you coming on the Book Bites podcast, man. You're more than welcome back anytime. But, Curtis, it's always been real. It's always been fun. But the fun had just begun, my son. I hope that you have a blessed weekend and happy Father's Day to you, bro. Thank you, sir. You as well. Have a good weekend. All right. Have a good day, boss. Have a good weekend. Appreciate you. Anytime, man. You have a good one, bro. Love you. You too. Play too, boss.